Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio. I created this show as a way to connect deeper with each of you, to remind you you are not alone, that you were made for the hard shit. As creatives, entrepreneurs, moms, CEOs, we are magic, and each of us has a unique gift and purpose to share. I hope you feel encouragement, support, connections, and real, raw, authentic moments as you tune in. Life is not meant to be perfect, so stop and remind yourself that you can find happiness in the day-to-day while building the life of your dreams. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and if you'd like to get weekly words of encouragement, text me the word FRIDAY to 631-332-3045. Here it is our very first sponsor of the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. And I'm so excited because it feels so in alignment with exactly what I'm trying to provide here on this podcast. And that's real tools and real strategies to help you increase your revenue, automate and systematize your business like never before. Lost Genius is literally the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue, enhance the client experience inside your salon or spa. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Lost Genius not only empowers you to run your full salon in a stylish and smart way, but also feels supported in every step of the way. For a limited time, they're offering listeners 50% off the first two months if you go to the link in the bio and enter the promo code. So that promo code is BEINSPIRED22. That's B-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D-22. All this will be in the link in the show notes. If you guys haven't tried Gloss Genius yet, I highly recommend them. Tell them Jess sent you, punch in the promo code for 50% off two months for new users only. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, with one of my peers, friends, um, just girls that inspire the absolute hell out of me because they are doing the damn thing. And I am so honored to have you on the show today. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. It's so good to see you. So good to have you on. I'm so excited to like share with the peeps your story because what you're doing is like so amazing and it takes Mm -hmm. so much courage to like put yourself out there to create something, to invest in, you know, starting a business like you're doing. And I can't wait to dive into all the juicy nuggets. I have so many questions. Um, Mm. So many questions. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your career, and then we'll get into like how you started doing what you're doing now. All right. So a little bit about myself and my career. Uh, I've been doing hair for 16 years. Um, I grew up in a hair salon. My grandmother's a hairstylist. She literally did hair till she was 82. And like, so that passion just bled into me when I was four, watching her, admiring her work. Like when she would turn the chair, I would move with the chair, like just in awe immediately. Um, And I've been in salons. I did the studio thing. I did just extensions for a while. I was commissioned, went booth rental like six years ago and, um, you know, weddings, all that stuff. I've, you know, done it all. Yeah. I've tried it. I love that. And you know, that gives you such a vast perspective of like what the industry needs and what's going on with everybody. I mean, getting to put your hands in so many different people's hair, I think Mm -hmm. 
we started in a generation where that's kind of what you did. Like you tried all the things and you said yes to everything until you figured out exactly what you wanted to do. And we didn't really come from like a generation where you got to hand choose your clients. You kind of just like took what was given to you and were like grinding it out and worked the shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Totally. Like this whole new world of like, um, boundaries and personal, you know, space and all that I think is so beautiful. And I'm like honoring that so much for these people coming up and the new generation of stylists and beauty entrepreneurs and whatnot. But there's something about that grit that we had to endure in those early years before there was social media, before there was any sort of like, get yourself out on a platform other than like, go talk to people and introduce yourself yeah. and like pass out your cards, right? Yeah. Like door knock. Just like, knock? hey, I'm Kate. Here's a 20% off. You want a group on? Let's try that. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Because that was worth it. (laughs) I know. If you're watching this on video, you're like, oh my God, these ladies are just like, how how old are they? We're not that old. We're not that old. But We're really not. We're not. I'm in my early 40s. I know you're younger than me. And I'm like, we we came from a generation where like we've had to adjust a lot in order to like keep up and stay relevant, I think. Yeah. And the whole push into social media was – was a giant learning curve because it was before everyone was giving out their secrets for free on social media. It was, everyone was still keeping their formulas, their po- their posing, their like cameras, everything to themselves. So it was like really just, you had to figure it out almost like by yourself. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a you one know? for all. Like, no, yeah. What it, it wasn't like what it is now. And it is such a beautiful thing to see. And it, it's yeah. an even more beautiful thing to see people monetizing their expertise and their passions. And then like those people who really like love to teach those things, turning around and creating second streams of income or like even yeah. bigger scalable careers out of creating awesome things like what you have done in the form of like a product. So that's what I'm most excited to talk about. You're looking at the founder of Maintain, which is a hair supplement. Um, But it's not only that. And I I know it came from a a need and a passion, not only from your clients, but from yourself. Um, And I know it's something we struggle with a lot of our clients and a lot of us, you know, even moms, I've struggled with hair loss myself going through different hormone situations as I've gotten older. Um, So it's, it's kind of an across the board thing uh, that's needed, right? We're all always looking for ways to like take better care of ourselves in all the ways. So 16 years in the business and COVID comes. So where was this always yeah. something on your mind to create a product? Did you have this drive passion before or did you just happen to have so, the time and you were like, let's do it? I just, I kind of have always had like an entrepreneur mindset. Like at first I was like, I'm going to create a swimwear company and then that didn't work. And then I, you know, I've always had these ideas of, um, just being a doer, you know, and, but my true story, like the truth of the origin of maintain and like my hair passion came, like comes from, yes, my grandmother working in salon, but my mom, so she has alopecia, literally girl, all her hair fell out in third grade. Wow. Like, like all of it. When and she was you know, that was, grade. Yeah. Okay. When my mom was in third grade and my, my grandma owned a salon and it was, it's like really sad. So my grandma owned a salon and then my mom like couldn't go in there and see her because everyone thought that my mom was sick and she would get, she would infect everyone or whatever, you know? And then my grandmother, the irony of my grandmother being like hair is beauty. And then her daughter loses all of her hair. It's just like, 
what, you know? And so, you know, my grandma did a really good job of nurturing that, but that was a really hard traumatizing time for my mom. And then growing up, I would go to the doctor with my mom and see her get shots in her head. And, and I have also, my genetics are against me. Like I just have fine hair by nature. And so, you know, I've taken so many vitamins and supplements and all of that, um, to help hair. But I've also been doing hair for so long and seen my clients go through the hormonal changes, have the babies, have their hair fall out, stress, life, whatever. And when COVID hit, I don't know about you, but my hair fell out. I was so stressed out. And so I just was like looking at all these vitamins and being like, okay, well, this vitamin is amazing, but it's missing this. This vitamin is amazing, but it's missing this. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to make my own then. I love that. And so I did. (laughs) Okay. So there are probably so many people that are going to be so inspired by this story. Maybe it's not a product they want to create, but maybe it is. Maybe they've had on their heart to create some sort of product. And I selfishly like, am just so excited to talk to you today, especially you and I have been playing phone tag to like get this podcast out there. Um, well, because we like live in the same town. We're both in San Diego. She works for one of my dear friends, Farah at Meta, which is a salon down the way from us. Shout out to Farah, shout out to the OGs. (laughs) Um, and it's crazy because, you know, I have had it on my heart to create my own hairline and Mm -hmm. there's that part of me that's always been like, you don't know how to do that. You don't know how to go do R and D you. And I almost now know going through the, the business mastermind that I've done the last couple of years and like getting into like real entrepreneurship with coaching and, and other things there, there was something there that was like. No, and now I do know the work it would take to create a line. Mm-hmm. So the fear first was like, oh my God, I don't know enough. And now the fear now is like, oh shit, that's a lot of fucking work. Can I really hold myself to that caliber to create the kind of product that I want to put out in the world? And yeah. I don't know what you've been going through, but I want to hear about all the things because what I see that you've put out is beautiful branding, beautiful connection with your your community. And like, you're talking about the things that people really need to like, fix the, like their hair. And it's one of those kind of taboo topics where people don't want to like talk about hair loss. It's almost like acne kind of, right. You're like, Oh, I just have this thing and I just put makeup on to cover it or I get extensions. So you can't see how fine my hair. It's not like really, it's, I don't want to compare it to mental health, but like hair can like, it can fuck you up. Oh girl. Oh my God. Completely. It will annihilate you. Totally. And I've seen that happen with my clients. First, my like when I was starting out with my men clients and watching some of them go through before these new techniques of like hair transfer was going on. I've seen mm-hmm. the gnarliest shit happen. It scared me into that realm. Then I saw my women clients go through it. And then when I had my mm-hmm. son, I went through it. I'm like, this is no joke. So, you know, to know somebody like you in my circle of, you know, people in, in San Diego create this product, I was like, yes, like she's doing the damn thing. I need to know all the things. So walk us through yeah. the process of what it looked like to create. Like you started with the idea and yeah. you know what I think you have too that really I've learned if you're going to create something, if you're going to have a brand, there's got to be a deep rooted like connection to why you're starting it. And you yeah. just already shared that with us, like be- between the things your mom dealt with and the fact that your grandmother was in the industry, you- you're in the mm-hmm. industry. Um, and people love to buy shit from brands that have like depth and meaning. A story. And connected Dude, a story. Everyone wants to feel connected. You know, yes. that's like the whole point of this human experience is to like stay connected. Absolutely. So um, yeah, you got to have your story because no one wants to buy from a phony. And like, you know, everyone wants to feel something, you know, it's about like feeling it, you know. Totally. So, um, I mean, I this whole journey. So my one year is going to be on 11-11 and... I'll just say I fucking made it. Oh my God. 
(laughs) The first year is, I mean, I think all of it is just like about learning, you know, but the first year, so, okay. So I came up with the idea and then I was like, okay, well, how the hell do you even make it? How do, how do you even find a manufacturer? And so I like to say I have a PhD in Google. I can Google, I can find it. And so, you know, then I went through the whole process of finding a manufacturer and talked with a few. There was a few of them that were, didn't have the credentials, you know, don't have the cleanliness and like, there's things that you need to know that you're a manufacturer, like you can trust. It's really important because people are ingesting this. And so I had to make sure that it was like clean and safe. Um, And, you know, I talked to a couple of manufacturers that was like, no, they, um, they don't, they weren't up to par. Another manufacturer, he, um, he, I don't know if it's because I was like maybe sounding young or I don't know, but he kind of just treated me like, you don't know what you're doing. Good luck out there, sweetie. And I was like, listen here, Tony, we're done. (laughs) That's going to be the biggest mistake you ever made, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So then I actually went with these guys, um, from the East coast, the first people I called, you know, and they were so positive and they've got like serious East coast accents, which I love. It's just like so endearing and they meet all the health standards and stuff like that. And then, okay, boom, I, I have the product. And then I get a thousand bottles sent to my house and I'm like, okay, here we go. And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, imposter syndrome, a lot. And, you know, if you would have asked me to do this podcast when I had first started, there would have been a lot of but ums uh, or uh, how do I even say what is the verbiage? Like, what am I doing? I'm a hairstylist that created a product. Like, who do I think I am? You know, but it's been a lot of battling that. And like, I think having a good support system around you, like literally my husband's my number one supporter. Um, Shout out to him for sure, dude. He is like so just you got it, do it. You know, my friends and family have, you know, they were of course the first people to buy a product, you know, cause it's like, you know, you're taking something that I'm not an herbalist, you know, so people, there's a lot of skeptics out there. Yeah, for sure. Including myself. But, um, yeah, I just, it's, I feel like I finally am just getting through the point where it's like, okay, I can finally kind of feel proud of myself a little bit for getting through all the things of being like, okay, well, this is such a big deal when really it wasn't that big of a deal. And my priorities are focusing on the things that actually do matter and not getting um, decision paralysis Mm -hmm. and like just overwhelmed, you know? Absolutely. But it is a journey for sure, working for yourself and like holding yourself up to – you know, the same love and respect you would give to like, you know, you for doing it. I would be like, oh my God, girl, yes, you're doing it. But then sometimes we don't always give that to ourselves. So true. And so I'm learning to like, you know, I, I preach all these things, right? I told my mom, I was like, why couldn't I have just started a wine company? Like that would have been so much easier. I started a wellness brand, like, oh, you know, I have to live up to this, like, okay, kinder self-talk, you know, but um, I'm, I'm really, really glad. I will say that maintain the brand itself um, is just representing the person that I would want to be, that I want to be kinder self-talk, taking care of herself, brushing her hair, 
you know, being okay with not being okay sometimes, knowing that beauty is deeper than just hair. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's about health, not just like all the outside shit. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I love that. Yeah. And I, and that's why I vibe so hard with you and your message and all of this. And I feel like that's why I wanted to share you on the podcast because, you know, it's, it's, it's one of my goals on this show is to pull back the curtain and show how somebody got from where they were to where they are now. And usually we catch people in their, you know, 10th season. And so they're already like, quote unquote, winning or successful or have made it, you know? And so it's so nice to be able to connect with someone who's only one year into business, getting some traction, still able to talk about that imposter syndrome and the things that are a struggle in the beginning and how you questioned, can I do this? Should I do this? Why am I doing this? You know? And And I love that, you know, maybe you're just a couple steps ahead of somebody else's journey so that maybe you can Mm -hmm. inspire them with the story that they've maybe had on their heart to start a product or do something. And, you know, you, along with my, my, my mentor, Lori Harder always talks about everything is Googleable. If you have a drive to find something, now find it on fucking Google university. Like it is there. Uh There are no excuses. You can YouTube stuff now. Like I play victim all the time when it comes to tech shit. I'm like, I need to hire somebody. I can't figure this out. And then my one friend who's like, she's like a freaking genius. She's like, did you Google it yet? And I'm like, no. Did you Google it yet? I just want someone to do it for me and tell me how to do it. Actually, just do it for me. And she's like. Okay, Siri can't be trusted. You got to go to Google. You you heard it here first. Siri can't be trusted. You got to go to Google. And honestly, like it's the best way to do market research because in all honesty, like every question has been asked already, every thought's been thought. And yeah. if it's not proof that, you know, there's so many other, like you had proof of, of market, people need what you have and mm-hmm. they need it in your authentic voice. They need the why behind it. They want to be connected to a brand. And this is a perfect example of like, say you wanted to start a fitness clothing line, right? But you're like, oh my God, there's already so many out there. What would make mine different? Getting mm-hmm. to the root of like why you're doing things is what I've learned so much in business over the last couple of years. Like people want to be connected to a story and they want to feel like they can see themselves in whatever it is that you're sharing and and like the branding that you've put together. Talk to me a little bit about how you created the brand and the visuals for um, the company because they're sexy. They like make me aspire to want to like be a little bit cooler than I am and like do all the things. So I mean, I'm obsessed yeah. with your branding. If you guys get a chance, get off this podcast and check out the branding for Maintain because <laughs> Kate is like killing it. It's hot. It's hot. It's super Um, hot. Okay. So I think confidence isn't a shape, a size. It isn't a hairstyle. It isn't all these things. It's, it's an energy. It's, it's just a whole vibe, you know, it's, it's, so that's part of it. The second part is I really want to bridge the gap of being healthy, being wellness, being holistic, and being sexy. Because sometimes the holistic stuff gets a little too crunchy. And then the sexy stuff doesn't have enough holisticness, health, wellness stuff. You know what I mean? So I really am trying to bridge that gap. And being healthy is cool. You know, I feel like drinking is like so not that cool anymore. Everybody's into health and wellness. And like now microdosing is becoming a whole thing, you know, and drinking is like low vibration. It's about high vibration, you know? And I think my branding, dude, I also, I just have some cool ass friends, dude, to be honest. I just have some cool ass friends that are artists, you know, and it's, it's about collaborating and, um, you know, giving my friends a little dose of what it looks like and then them just being like, 
girl, I hand my friend a vitamin and she just makes it look hot. I'm like, it's like vitamins, but like hot. It's so crazy. I love that. No, but you nailed it. You hit the nail on the head for sure right there. It's like, you're right. Like there's things are either so far left or so far right. And it's like, yeah. you know, I, I just had the pleasure of hearing Jamie Kern Lima speak live yesterday in person at an event I was at the founder of it cosmetics. And, you know, she shared mm -hmm. that story around, you know, things being one way or the other, or not a one size fits all. Or when she was starting her company, everyone she was marketing to was like, you don't fit the mold of what we, we, people buy unattainable beauty. Like people want to mm -hmm. buy a brand because it's like this aspiring unattainableness that they'll never get to. And she was like, yeah, but I know there's a mom in Nebraska that's folding laundry right now that looks more like me that needs a cover up that's going to help yeah. her red skin. You know, yeah. if I show a picture of my real face, like, you know, and so it's, there is a mix between going to of one way or the other. And so yeah. I think, and then also having cool people in your life that believe in your vision. It sounds like you have a good squad around you. Yeah, I definitely do. And I, you know, getting older is funny because you really have to figure out like who is raising your vibration and who is just kind of lingering, you know, like who you put yourself around is just so, so important. You know, they don't all have to, you know, be the coolest, most whatever, but as long as you feel like everyone's growing together. And I don't know, dude, I'm like a huge energy person. You give what you get. Life is a mirror, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I've, I've, re I've learned to like know how to do everything like in the back works of me working on Shopify and like some, the marketing and stuff. Like, I feel like I should know how to do everything, but like, don't do everything, you know, like delegating tasks and stuff like that. And like, hiring help and like, don't be afraid to spend those extra couple bones to a friend that is going to take you level up and just give you more time to focus on what you need because the balance is a bitch girl. Like, especially yeah. if you have family, like making time for your family and showing up as your, who you want to give your family. You know what I mean? Like that person, instead of like, girl, you know, coming home from an eight hour, 10 hour day salon after you've been holding space all day and then coming home, you're literally like, just please don't talk to me for like 20 minutes. Yeah, you I know? do know. Absolutely. I'm sure yeah. people listening to this podcast resonate with that so hard because we do give so much and it is so, and that's why I think, you know, that's another cool topic to touch on too is, you know, when you went back to doing hair after we were closed for that short while, mm -hmm. um, how do you balance family, the new business and your current business that you already have? Are there ways that so you protect your energy or how do you have rituals that you follow? You know, I love talking about my rituals. Yeah. I mean, I'm really into, um, breath work. I love a breathing moment. I can just sit there, even if it's just for like three minutes with silence or just outside. Like I live where I live, there's a lot of like birds tripping and it sounds like really like, you know, whimsical and stuff. So I like to sit out there and, you know, just ground myself. But um, I think for me, how the balance is, is if I'm not giving time for just myself, then I can't give myself my best self to all the people around me. So I have to take alone time is very important for me as well. Um, and staying organized. I need to get better at that, but <laughs> still a work in progress. But um, 
yeah, I think delegating time and respecting those boundaries of time, being like, okay, I'm going to do this for one hour. Okay, well, I'm going to schedule this 10-hour day at the salon, no more. I'm not staying late for clients anymore. I'm not coming early and just holding yourself responsible, but but it's tricky. I also think having a mentor, girl, is – I would highly recommend that. Um, I've been working with this guy um, – Andrew lately, who, dude, has been helping me so much with organize my thoughts and and making me make time for myself, asking me what that time looks like to help with balance. You know, I think that that's really important too. Definitely. And how that's a great segue into finding support that you need as you grow, because the more you take on, the more support I feel like you need at each new level yeah. that you're at. And I think, you know, you talked about mentorship. So how did you Google, did you go Google a mentor where you referred this person to help you? How did you find the right mentor for you? So I feel like he kind of found me. So I just recently went to Mexico to a wellness retreat and had like the most beautiful, um, profound, you know, realizations that are always so freaking simple. You know what I mean? Like it's all within you. Okay. You're like, but feeling it is something deeper, you know, and he's kept in touch with me afterwards, helping me a lot with, um, maintain and growing and, you know, figuring out how to scale and stuff. And, um, I just feel like when you tap into like what feels right in your gut and you follow that, the universe just gifts you with everything that you need, you know? Definitely. I know. So, I think that it's like dating though, too, you know, find, find your mentor. And if it doesn't work for you, don't be afraid to walk away. You know, don't yeah. be afraid to find someone else. And and the, the mentor doesn't even have to specialize in exactly what your business is because every business has a formula, you know, and it's, it's, there's books on it, you know, but I think it's finding someone who you feel connected with in your like heart and your gut. You know? Totally. Well, because at the end of the day, you touched on the important things in, in the beginning, the imposter syndrome, and then just the fact that you can take care of yourself, no pun intended, maintain your own <laughs> well-being in order to grow yeah. this brand the way it needs to. Like you have to support yourself in those ways. And I see people time and time again in entrepreneurship, like take on so much and then don't find the right support yeah. systems. Don't fig figure out how to get organized and maybe hit a quick win in their business or launch something that has somewhat you know, small success in the beginning, but they can't maintain it because they didn't set themselves up to win in the beginning. They didn't create right. those rituals around time or taking a breath or having boundaries when it comes to seeing clients in person and all of that. Or they're so trying to do it all themselves, you know, like I feel like when I'm trying to do it all myself, that's when I start drowning. Mm. So talk to us about that. How, how do you know what to start delegating and how did you start to like figure out who to ask for help? Whatever gives you anxiety, find help in that. Like my social media, I, I was doing great. You know what I mean? I could do social media. That's not a problem for me. But like, I just don't want to do it, you know? And my girlfriend who's been helping me out with it is freaking nailing it. And I find that like, I can get stuck on like this beautiful picture. And then I'm like, okay, now what the hell am I going to freaking comment right now? And then it takes me so long and then I'm over it. And then I don't post, you know what I mean? And so I feel like if you have somebody helping you out with it, their little bit of disconnect of it being so personal, like because it is my brand and I'm a perfectionist, which is amazing and debilitating at the same time. Um, she can just bust out some like quick knowledge and just be like, boom, drop the mic. And it's so much easier for her. So that just takes an extra 30 minutes out of my day for someone 
else to just help me out with it and then me pay her, you know? And it's it's that dollar versus time thing, you know? Like you have to figure out what your time is worth. Um, and so, yeah, social media was just too much for me. Also building a website. I'm not, I can't code. I can't freaking code. How the hell am I going to resize an image? I don't know that. You know what I mean? Yep. I do know what you mean. I'm not even even going to try to do that, girl. (laughs) Well, you're talking to so many creatives right now because there's so many people in the beauty industry that listen to this podcast. And I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of people, like if, like I said, if you get things, if, if tech is your thing and you enjoy that, do it, do it until you no longer have the time or energy or it overwhelms you or give you anxiety. Like you said, I do think you should know how most parts of your business work in order for mm-hmm. you to be able to tell that person you hire exactly yeah. what your expectations are. And I think right. for me, when I was starting things out, I didn't know what my expectations were. I just knew I couldn't do all the things. And I, yeah. I knew that you could learn how to create a website, but I was like, why, why would I not just pay somebody and share my idea with them? But I have also learned, like you said, like if you hire somebody and it doesn't feel like a right fit after a while, like it is time to move on. And it's hard in business because if you, if you have been a hairdresser before and say you start a business or you open your own salon and and now you're the, you know, owner of that salon, people pleasing or not wanting to hurt other people's feelings or leaving, keeping yourself in relationships that aren't like getting you to where you want to go can hinder your growth and, or cause you to completely like quit on whatever it is that you're doing because you can't find the right people around you. So it sounds like you had some really good people already in your circle that you could Mm -hmm. lean on and kind of hire into the business. Have you outsourced anything that you had to go find besides the mentor in order to like continuously grow and, and maybe in the future scale the business? Um, so I am a part of a couple of Facebook groups, um, like support groups. And I think that that has helped. Um, I mean, I outsource my manufacturer, but see, like, I feel, you know, my, the people that are building my website are my clients. Freaking amazing. Um, and then my girl that's helping me, I have a girl that's helping me hone in on my branding. She's one of my girlfriends. She's a boss ass bitch. My social media girl, boss ass bitch started a marketing company. She was like, Hey, I'm just starting my marketing company. Let's see how this goes. And well, freaking yes, dude, let's go. I'll be your first one, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, um, outsourcing. Oh, I am talking to this guy right now who, one of my friends connected me with one of his friends to help scale on Amazon and stuff. So I'm outsourcing for that too. Awesome. Um, so is that, is that where your, where your main um, bulk of business is coming from is Amazon or how, map us through your marketing, like what is it, what your funnels look like? What does that look like? Okay. So I am about automating my life. If everything can be automated, let's freaking go. Amen. Not there yet. Still working <laughs> towards that. But, um, yeah, so right now it's, it's mostly e-commerce. It's a lot of e-commerce. I do a lot of my marketing on social media and Facebook ads and, um, I'm not on Amazon yet, but your girl's fixing to get on Amazon. There you go. I will say if you're looking to get your brand on Amazon, trademark yourself first so you can create a brand page. I didn't even know that was a thing, but, um, it helps just make things more legitimate. Yep. And so people can't like bite your swag. And copy your shit. So are you in the trademark yeah. phase now? Or have you already I'm already trademarked. trademarked. Awesome. Yeah. Which is so hard because how the hell do you think of a name that doesn't exist? Like what? Right. <laughs> but that's you, crazy. You, you figured it out and were able to do it. So that's awesome. 
Yes, yes, girl. That was crazy. Girl, naming, naming it too. I was like listening to Beyonce's songs, Ariana Grande. I'm like these, you know, like they are just like dropping cool words all the time. Like, you know, let's do all that. And then I was telling my husband, I was like, he's going to love this shout out, by the way. He was like, I named it, whatever. Um, but, but I was like, I just love Maine. And he's like, what about maintain? And I was like, ah, I'm so stinky. I'm like, I don't really like anything at first. And then I was like, wait, wait a second. I think that's it. And then it, like, it just, thank God it was available and like rolled, you know, but that's hard, dude. Naming something. I mean, yeah. you have a kid. Naming a kid <laughs> is hard enough, you know? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That was tough for us to name him for sure. Um, and, and honestly, I feel you with the name as far as like my podcast too, like Beauty Inspires Beauty was- yeah was originally for like just the merch that was going to be for my in-person networking events mm -hmm. and then COVID and then the podcast came out of COVID for me. And after like several episodes recording, my video guy was like, we need a name. I have to put the branding on the, po on the podcast. You have to. Yeah. Name it. And he's Which like, is a good name, girl. Like, good just for you. Beauty inspires beauty for now. So he, he gets the credit for forcing mm -hmm. me to name the podcast that. Good. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's just a funny side note, but, um, so what's your vision and goal for the brand? What's on the, what's on the, the next step, like platform for you? So definitely I'm scaling. I'm super stoked for year two maintain. I feel like the first year was just like figuring out how the parts all move together. And, um, now it's just like scale city. I definitely want to get in more salons. It's, it's kind of like, you know, what we were saying earlier about doing everything in the business to figure out what you want to do. It's kind of that, you know, I want to get in some salons because I feel like hairstylists need something relatable that they can tell their clients too. Hey, my girlfriend, Kate formulated this hair supplement. You're going to love it. It's blah, blah, blah. You know, instead of Nutrafol is great, it works, but it's so clinical, you know, like something a little bit more like holistic and stuff like that. So get in more salons, definitely scale on Amazon. I have some future plans for like gummies and a topical um, that I am working out right now. So definitely expanding to more because I know, dude, everybody, this is what people say. I always forget to take my vitamins. Do you have a gummy? I suck with swallowing pills. So I hear you. I see you. I'm working on it. We're coming. Um, yeah, and girl, it's just about growth and um, I don't know, taking it as far as I can. Absolutely. Well, you have my support. I've got I've been taking the maintain. We're going to be bringing it on as a brand sponsor as soon as she gets me an affiliate here for you guys. But yeah, meantime, I have it. I have it. In the meantime, I've been taking it and I and I love it. I mean, I know we can't see overnight results, but um, mm. from the photos that you've shown so far, like I'm so excited and it's, it's like a catch 22 for me. Cause I'm so gray now that I like, don't want my hair to grow <laughs> and mm. you know, it's cutting yeah. my hair short. It's funny because I feel like I've had, I've had to cut it so much to maintain my haircuts. Um, yeah. but <clears throat> I want that thickness and fullness that I had. And I feel like I can already start to see some new hair growth coming in. So maybe that's just my, like, what is it called? A placebo effect of taking it so far. Yeah. Or we'll see in about another month once, once I get through the bottle, but, um, yeah. thank you for letting me be one of the ones to try it and coming on oh talking God, about course. it. Congrats on coming up on a year. I know yes. you're going to do big things and I can't wait to watch you just like take off and start yeah. your little empire. 
Dude, thank you so much for having me on the show too. Like what a freaking honor. You have some badass uh, guests on here. I love I, your podcast. I've gotten really lucky. This show's opened up a whole new like like love I didn't even know. You know how much we love to talk to people. And I was yeah. like, I didn't realize I'd been getting ready for this my whole career, you know, being a nosy yeah. question asking the hairdresser. Like now I get to ask fucking questions all day long on this podcast. I love it's it. It's so great. I love so, it. Can we give some like top three takeaways? Say someone's like, shit. It sounds pretty easy to create a brand. Like maybe I can create something too. What would be the first three steps you would tell somebody if they had something on their mind that they wanted to bring out? If it makes, if you feel it, if it gets you excited, if it's something in your heart, in your gut, that's like, ooh, ooh, gives you the feels, follow that. Do it. Just do it. I you asked me like what a quote was that I love and it's fortune favors the brave. Mm. Doing scary shit is scary. It is. It really is. But I have gotten the dopest opportunities by taking risks. You might win some, you might lose some. That's just life. You could go outside and stub your toe and lose your toenail. Like that would (laughs) suck. But you know what? Are you not going to go outside? No, you're not. You're going to go outside, you know? And so – keep pushing forward. Also, that's, yeah, that's good. Push. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Um, Just when you think you can't go anymore, you hit a breakthrough and then you're like, oh my God, finally. I'm so glad I didn't quit. Yeah. Exactly. You're so glad you didn't quit. And that goes along with these freaking hair pills, dude. Just stay consistent. You'll see results with working out, with eating healthy, with like consistency is so important in your life. Practice kinder self-talk. You want to feel better and like less depressy? Like tell yourself, I'm beautiful. I am worth it. I I am worth showing up for today. Make Sometimes when I was feeling sad, I would just smile on the whole way to work. And then by the time I got to work, I actually felt better, you know, like, and that consistency, you know, lifted my mood, you know, yeah. consistency is huge. So yeah, take risks. Don't let fear control you. Don't give your power away like that. Uh, keep pushing. Don't give up. And uh, yeah, just stay consistent. I love Did that. Did I answer all your questions? Perfect takeaways. <laughs> yes. I mean, those are just life lessons, period, point blank. And that's the thing about business and doing something scary. It's scary until you try it, until you make mm-hmm. it not scary. And that fear just gets to ride shotgun with you as long as you like know yeah. it's there. But you learn to quiet it by being consistent and proving to yourself that you can mm-hmm. do hard things. And, and leaning on the belief that people like Kate, who was, you know, not doing the things just a year ago is now doing the things. And that's the cool yeah. thing why like this type of shit inspires me. And I just keep pushing myself to like ask for people to come on an interview to tell me like the stories of how they got there. So I could share with my community that, you know, everyone was once a beginner at something. Everyone had that fear in them um, around their dream or starting something. Can I take up space in this world? Can I do something that's already been done, but do it my own way? And that's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about, you know, what I watch you, you're just, you're, you're yourself. And, um, I appreciate that. And I'm glad to be along as one of the people on your journey to watch you like take off, man. It's, it's going to be rad. You're doing things. Thank you so much. Oh my God. If you guys love this episode, if you're inspired by Kate, send her a DM, tell her how much you love the show and the episode. Um, and we always love when you share it on social media, it means the world to me, um, helps me get this out to more people so we can keep growing the beauty inspires beauty community, which really is just all about showing up as your authentic self 
and finding who that is along the journey and not waiting to feel like you're ready and not waiting till it's perfect. Just throwing that shit out there, doing it messy, bringing fear along for the ride, right? Fear's <laughs> your homeboy. Um, and, and leaning on people who are doing the things, like ask the questions, get it, get it, get in the rooms of the people doing the things you want to be doing, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's a Facebook room, whether that's someone's Instagram community, whether that's a podcast community, whether that's buying a ticket to an event, um, taking the time to invest in your dreams is, is what's going to get you there, but also sharing Amen. your dreams with other people. Like you've brought those girls in from the marketing, from the social media, your clients helping you with the website. People want to help people and keeping the right people around you and, 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 bringing them along on your dream, like that's going to sustain you long-term to create big things in your life. Um, because you're going to hit hard days. You're going to hit walls where, you know, you want to quit and give up, but now you've got this girl doing social and you got this girl doing marketing and someone else doing like, now you've got all them roped in. You can't quit. So on the days where you're thinking it's just you, like, you're like, Oh, I got kind of got a team now. And like, everyone's yeah, exactly. on it's so it holds lonely. You- yeah, it holds you in there too because it's it's bigger than just you and all the people that you're helping now too. So you guys, we love you so much. And from two beauty babes in the industry doing the things, like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just put it out into you the universe. You can, dude. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, get it. Oh my God, we love <laughs> you all. And sending you so much love. We'll see you on the next episode of the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.